Welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and this is episode 112. In our last episode, I talked about choosing the word delight as my word of the year and how that was shaping 2024 for me so far. Today, I want to talk through how I am approaching planning and goal setting this year, which is a bit different to how I have in the past. Have a confession to make. I don't think I've ever been very good at goal setting. And I know if I heard one of my coaching clients say that they weren't good at something, I definitely have words to say about that. But that aside, I do feel like I've had some insights into goal setting lately and that's why I'm approaching it a little bit differently this year. I'd love you to come along on this journey with me. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello fellow seeker of light and welcome to the Light Seekers Lounge. I'm Annie Love and I'm a certified coach for incredible humans who want to build wholehearted businesses. I help them master their mindset, create simple strategies and take meaningful action towards their goals in a soul nourishing way that honors their business, their family and most importantly themselves. I'm also a wife and a mom to three gorgeous boys. Our parenting journey has been well, a bit of a roller coaster. And while our family has navigated some pretty tumultuous times, I've learned just how important it is to keep seeking the light and the joy. Even in the midst of darkness, I believe that we can find light on the other side, even if the landscape is different to how we expected it to look. Here in the Light Seekers Lounge, we're going to share stories and conversations about how we create our best life, even when things feel hard. Thank you for being a light seeker with me. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's get on with the show. I was listening to a podcast episode recently recorded by my coach, Elise Danielle, on goal setting, and it really struck a chord with me. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to have a listen. But basically, Elise was talking about how often we set goals and kind of hope that they will happen. It doesn't feel like there's any real conviction behind it. And that is totally me. (laughs) I mean, if you listen to my reflection podcast at the end of 2023, talking about only achieving one of my three goals, that's a great example. The only one I actually achieved was becoming a Profit First professional because I was actually working through the certification at the same time that I was goal setting and I was committed to getting it finished. But for the other two, which was riding more and getting a new car, I kind of threw them out to the universe but had no real plan to make them happen. And I'm sure I actually did achieve quite a bit last year, like, you know, selling, buying a house and moving. But when it comes to actually the, the goals that I wrote down, there was only that one that I achieved. Elise talks about swapping goal setting for deciding, which really resonated with me. What are you deciding that you want for your life and business this year rather than what goals are you going to set? There's power behind deciding to make something happen rather than just hoping and wishing that it would For me, I know if I want to achieve a goal, it needs a plan. Hoping and wishing is not going to make that thing happen for me. So in this episode, I'm going to give you a framework that I'm working with this year for setting a goal and then planning to make it happen. There are so many different approaches to planning and goal setting out there. 
And I really believe in working with our own strengths. So if this doesn't resonate with you, that is completely okay. Please take what works for you and leave the rest. So let us begin. I've got 10 kind of points and questions for you. Number one is what is your 12-month goal? What are you deciding that you want for your life or your business this year? What do you want and why do you want it? I think it can be really helpful to look at the why behind what it is that we are wanting. I think it's really valuable to think about what a difference achieving this goal might make in your life. Make it really tangible. You know, if your goal is to earn an extra $100,000 this year, how are you going to use that $100,000? How will it make a difference in your life? Now, I am just setting one 12-month goal and it's going to be a revenue goal for me this year. As I can continue with the points, you'll see why I'm only deciding on one overarching goal this year because I then will break it down into strategies, projects and actions. So I don't want to end up with too many goals, otherwise I'm going to end up with far too many actions to actually achieve in one year. So one strategy might be to have one business goal and one life goal, Um, but that is completely up to you. So my 12-month goal is a particular revenue goal. Now, the second question is, does this align with your vision for your life and or your business? And does this align with your values? Now, I am all for having a big vision, but sometimes it can be hard to start at that point. It can be hard to think, what is my vision? But I think if we can think about a goal, then we can think, does this align with the bigger picture in our lives? So for me, having a revenue goal aligns with my vision to have more financial freedom for my family and for myself, and it aligns with my value of freedom. Number three, we're going to break our big goal into up to three strategies or objectives. So for me, having a revenue goal, um, I need to look at a strategy around marketing. How do I attract my dream clients into my universe? And a sales strategy. So how do I turn those dream clients into actual paying clients? So what are your strategies underneath that big goal? And number four is that we're going to break each of those strategies into up to three projects each. So for example, under marketing for me, under that marketing strategy of attracting my dream clients into my universe would be looking at my messaging and content strategy as one project and then another um, project might be to create a new product or new product offering as part of my offer suite and then I'm going to break each of those projects into actions so what is it that I need to do 
to work towards that overarching project of looking at my messaging and content strategy. And I think it's probably important to really think about what you're trying to achieve by that project too. It's probably not enough to have a vague look at my messaging and content strategy. So think about what specifically you want to achieve with that project and then write down all the actions that need to happen to achieve that project. All right, number five is to schedule everything into a calendar and project management system. So I have a big 12-month calendar on my wall and I also use Outlook when I um, to schedule in particular appointments. So what I do first is to block out school holidays, schedule in family holidays and personal commitments because for me I want my business to flow around my life, not the other way around. And then once I've done that, I could add in, um, you know, work commitments. So, for example, a conference that I'm planning to attend in October this year for the Profit First would go in there and other maybe professional development opportunities. And then I'm going to set up my um, projects in a project management tool such as Asana. I love Asana. But you might like to use a different system such as Trello or write out the project and actions onto individual pieces of paper and put them up on your wall so that you can see them every day. You can tick off your actions as you go. So I think it's really important to take that big goal from a big overarching statement into blocking it into our calendar. Now, you know, you might need to block out, say, you might want to block out, say, a half an hour every day into your schedule to work towards a particular project. I think it's not enough to just hope that we'll have some leftover spare time in order to get things done. If we really want things to happen, if we want to make them a priority, they need to be prioritised and scheduled. I mean, if your big goal this year is to write a book, it's not going to happen in spare time. It's going to happen if you schedule it in. Okay, number six. This one's a bit more of a mindset question slash point. Who do you need to be to make this big goal happen? So what sort of traits do you need to have? What qualities? What sort of persona do you need to step into? So, for example, if you are someone who is writing a novel and you want to finish your book this year, who do you need to be? What would a published author, what kind of um, qualities and traits would a published author have? So, stepping into the mindset of somebody who has already made this thing happen who has already achieved this big goal and now what do I need to do to be that person? Okay, number seven, what habits do you need to change or add? Now, if you're writing a novel and you're getting a book published this year, 
I guess probably one of the biggest habits is sitting down at your desk to write every day. Writing in all of the spare time that you have, as well as scheduling it in. So what sort of writing habits do you need to set up and schedule into your calendar? Now, one of the um, strategies that James Clear talks about in his book, Atomic Habits, is habit stacking. So if there is a habit that you want to start doing this year, how can you um, stack it against something that you already do regularly? So for example, if it's an exercise habit that you want to start, perhaps your big goal this year is to um, run a marathon and you know that you need to do regular training to make that happen. So what habits do you need to set up? Perhaps it's as soon as you drop kids off at school in the morning, you are coming home, putting running shoes on and getting out the door for a 30-minute run. Or maybe it's knowing that as soon as you wake up in the morning, you have a coffee normally and then you are, you know, jumping in the car and going to the gym to do some training, some weights training. Number eight is support. And that might be in the form of systems or and people. So what systems do you need to create? James Clear has this great quote, which is, you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And this probably kind of ties in with that habit um, point. So what systems do you need to create to, to get that goal achieved? Um, and it, you might also need to look at what sort of people you bring into your world to support you in that. You know, maybe it's a personal trainer or a mentor or a business coach or accountability buddy. So this year, as part of my revenue goal, um, Ben and I have looked at a list of actions that I need to do every week to get closer to that goal. And so on a weekly basis, we check in. We've got a spreadsheet. If I've done the task, it's green. If I haven't done the task, it's red. And it's been really interesting, actually. It's been an interesting experiment. Been doing it for probably six weeks. And how often that without that accountability, I might have gone, yeah, it's okay. I just haven't done it this week. Whereas I'm like, no, I really want that square to turn green. So I'll get it done. So accountability can be really helpful. So who do you need to call into your world to support you to achieve your goal? Whether that be a system or people. Number nine is review and tweak. So maybe schedule in a date on the last day of the month. Review what you've managed to get through. Reassess your projects, your actions or your timelines. This is not a time to beat ourselves up if we didn't get through as much as we wanted to, but it can be a great opportunity to think about what's working, what's not working, whether your timelines are reasonable, maybe they need adjusting. But reviewing and tweaking can be really powerful. I mean, when we start with a project, we might think, oh, that's going to take us five minutes and it takes us five months. 
but we don't know until we dive in and we start taking action. So it can be a really great um, process to go through to to review that, to reflect on it. And number 10 is to celebrate. Celebrate the milestones along the way as well as thinking about how you're going to celebrate when you achieve the goal that you set for yourself, that you've decided is going to happen for you this year. So how are you going to celebrate? And, you know, like it can be great to decide that you're going to go and, you know, go out for dinner or buy yourself something special um, when you have achieved that goal in 12 months' time. But, yeah, don't forget to celebrate little milestones along the way. Maybe celebrate when you've, you know, achieved one of the projects. Maybe celebrate when you've had a really great week and you've got through a lot. How are you going to celebrate? Now, I have decided that it really helps to have a visual for this planning framework (laughs) in case you couldn't get that just from my verbal explanation. So I've created a worksheet for this that you can download. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. Did you know that we are 42% more likely apparently to achieve our goals just by writing them down? So, and apparently only some small percentage, like 20% of people actually write down their goals. So be one of those people, write down your goals. I would love to see you making it happen. Now, if you have set yourself a big goal for this year, I would love to know what it is. Come and send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook, or come and jump into the Lightseekers Lounge Facebook group and let me know. If you um, would like support on your big goal, I would love to work with you. So come and book in a free chat and we can talk about how we make that happen, how we can coach together. And I will keep you posted on my progress too, on how this new goal setting and planning framework is working for me this year. Have the most beautiful week and I will talk to you soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Light Seekers Lounge podcast. I am so grateful to have you here. If you loved the show, it would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I would love to continue the conversation with you. So come on over and join the Light Seekers Lounge Facebook group or come say hi to me on Instagram at annielove.coach. Talk to you soon.